0: America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. Ross, brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at BetterFantasy.com SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com SGPN. We're also brought to you by manscaped the leader in below the belt grooming head over to manscaped.com and use promo code sgp for 20 percent off your order and free shipping and of course don't forget to download the sgpn app your home for all of our free picks and podcasts Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Monday evening, January 24th, and joining me to break down the Tuesday night schedule and everything that's kind of happening around the NBA. My main man, Zach Broner. Zach, how are you feeling this Monday evening, brother?
1: I'm good, Moon Off. Good to see you. I know you had a big weekend, in the NFL stuff. Only only three more NFL games left if I'm correct. So we'll get everybody and everybody's mojo back uh, with the NBA regular season as that keeps going. So I know we got an old fashioned episode just going straight into all these games. So excited to break it down and get you guys some bets for a big Tuesday slate.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, uh, I don't I don't know how uh, the NFL is going to top the games or the quality of games that we saw for this weekend, but. Absolutely phenomenal weekend in the NFL. We're on to the championship series. Like you said, three games left in the NFL. So we, we, uh, as the NBA gambling podcast crew have to be in mid season form because everybody's going to start tuning into the NBA gambling podcast as uh, soon as the NFL season is over. So, uh, uh, ready to do this, man. So like you mentioned, um, so Monday with me and Terrell this morning, we got together for the NBA gambling pod for the Monday, uh, the Monday picks. And we're like, well, there's only four games on the schedule. And Mondays, we're usually used to having like 9, 10, 11 games on schedule. But Tuesday, it's absolutely filled with some great matchups, um, you know, guys returning. So, we'll go through the injury report, guys being out as well. So, um, Zach, let's just dive right into it, man. Uh, let's get on this first game. It's probably the game of the night for you, buddy. Uh, the Denver Nuggets head to Detroit to take on the Pistons uh, where the Pistons are a home underdog right now of seven and a half points. Um, currently seeing a total of 218. Let's get to the injury report if one is posted here. Um, let me see. True. Uh, nothing yet for these two teams. I'm assuming everybody should be a go that played the other night. These two teams did together get together on Sunday where the Denver Nuggets won that game 117-111. Um, but let me kick it to you here, Zach. These two teams are close to your heart. Uh, Seven-and-a-half-point home underdogs from the Pistons. What do you think?
1: Yeah, there's a, I think a lot of factors at play in this matchup here. Obviously, like you said, you got the back-to-back here with the – the. they just played on Sunday. Now we get the home-and-home. Home. The Nuggets uh, just came off like – they just closed out, I think, a six-game homestand. Now they go on a really, really tough six-game road trip. You look at the schedule. I mm-hmm. um, think they, they're going to really – need slash want to get this one to kick things off because the schedule gets a way tougher um, after this game on this road trip I could pull it up briefly um, they I don't think they'll be favored in another game for maybe another week they go to uh, at Brooklyn at New Orleans at Milwaukee at Minnesota at Utah um, after after tomorrow night um, and this yeah. this game is also the first night of a back-to-back with uh, Brooklyn so kind of want to add that in and you know, I look at this Detroit team, they kind of had, a, I mean, they didn't win many games, but a really nice road trip for them. I think they kind of took on a little bit more of a competitive level. Um, you know, they really took it to the Jazz. They, they beat the Kings um, and then competed with the Nuggets. And then they really made this game close down to the end, winning that fourth quarter by 10 points. Uh, really nice offensive performance to them as well. Uh, you know, the, the, the 22 turnovers for Detroit was kind of what did them in, uh, including, you know, six of them from Cade Cunningham. So, Denver's defense kind of did get in them a little bit I'm gonna say Detroit gets with it you know within the seven and a half I think Denver does get the win I think we see another really close game here um on the road for Denver I mean I think Bryn Forbes has kind of worked out nicely off the bench so far as an addition he's had a couple solid games yeah. Boogie Cousins working his way in he'll be a big part of this road trip on that 10-day contract trying to get the most out of him so um I'm going to take the Pistons here. I thought they had a really nice time away from home. Kind of seemed to come together as a group and start to play better. Um, my boy Kelly O'Linick getting back in the mix, so <laughs> he didn't play. He didn't play in that game against Denver on Sunday night, but he did. He did show a lot uh, in terms of the value it brings to this team. So I'm going to go with the Pistons plus seven and a half here um, in the first game of the slate.
0: Yeah, I do like the Pistons here as well as home underdogs here. Um, I'm kind of seeing the ATS trends here for both of these teams um as far as the uh, home road splits go and denver on the road so far this season not great nine and 14 against the spread they're three and six as a uh, road favorite so far this season um and detroit uh, they've kind of been respectable at home 11 and 10 overall against the spread nine and eight as a home underdog so um i think this is going to be a big cade game you know the denver nuggets are kind of struggling guarding the point guard position he had a pretty yeah. good game last game on sunday uh, against the Denver Nuggets, I think he dropped like 18 points and had five rebounds and a couple assists. So I'm expecting him to continue his success here at home against the Denver Nuggets. Uh, so yeah, i also take the plus seven and a half here um, for the De- uh, Detroit Pistons. Seeing the total at 218, a uh, slight lean to the under. I think Denver has kind of figured out some things on offense um, and Detroit, no, on any given night they can put up points and Denver Um, you know, they're regressed a little bit defensively here as well. So uh, this last game on Sunday ended up having 228 points, but leaning towards over this game as well. Uh, Any thoughts on the total there, uh, Zach?
1: Yeah, no, I I like the over uh, as well as you. I think think this shapes up to be, you know, a similar type game as Sunday night. We've seen Denver. I mean, they're just, they kind of swing wildly throughout the game. Definitely this type of game I want to be watching and maybe have the opportunity to bet some live. Um, But yeah, I would lean, lean with the Pistons on the over. Um and I you know, I know Terrell's been taking some of these big money line shots. I mean, I think it's a worthwhile play uh yeah. here. This Denver team, they're very very inconsistent, uh like within games and they can lose weird ones and then they'll come together and win the one you don't expect. So definitely like the Pistons
0: here a lot. Yeah, Denver is now all the way up to number two in offensive efficiency over the last five games at one twenty one, uh, with a net rating of four point three. Um Detroit, you know, they've regressed a little bit on defense at 122.1, but I think that they can stay within the number here against the Denver Nuggets. Uh, let's get over to the next game here, uh, Zach. We have the L.A. Clippers headed to Washington to take on the Wizards, where the Wizards are a five-point home favorite in this game. Currently seeing a total of a 216. See if there's anything on the injury report for both of these squads. Um, nothing yet, just because we are recording on Monday night, so definitely check out the injury report. Uh, For the Clippers, at least for the Washington Wizards, everybody is a go. Uh, Just Joel Ayayi and uh, let's see, Cassius Winston and Isaiah Todd are on G League assignments. But uh, this Washington Wizards team is healthy. Um, Zach, let's start with the spread here of minus five for the Wizards at home hosting the Clippers. What are you thinking?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Clippers here. I think five is a lot of points. I mean, this, this Wizards team they've been up and down all year. Right. And like, kind of just kind of fluctuating between slightly above average. And now I feel like they're kind of trending towards a little bit of below average team, three straight losses at home, very competitive to the Nets and the Raptors. And then, you know, Jason Tatum goes in there and drops casual 51 points, uh, I think (laughs) on Sunday when everyone was watching the NFL. So I will go with the Clippers here. I mean, they're they're starting to get basically healthy to become the Team we thought that could be obviously without Paul George and Kawhi Leonard still, mm-hmm. um, but but still pushing. Um, got a you know a, a tough overtime loss in Denver. Go and beat Philly on the road. Um, you know another Sunday kind of snoozer in in the Garden. Only lose by eight. Uh, yeah. You know so I, I think the Clippers are kind of trending slightly in the right direction. And, and to me five feels like a lot of points here. Um, I, I think I'll put this closer to you know two or three. So I'm going to go with the Clippers on the road here.
0: Yeah, the Clippers. Um... I think you hit the nail on the head that they've kind of figured some things out, right? Uh, yeah, sometimes it sometimes takes a while for you to be without or figure out how to play without your superstar, especially with guys being in and out of the lineup, right? They, they've yeah. been missing Paul George for a while now, but they've gotten guys like Reggie Jackson back. They've gotten Eric Bledsoe, and I think they've gotten that continuity on the floor and playing together um, to be able to figure some things out. Got the huge victory over the Sixers the other night, like you mentioned. Uh, Sunday afternoon is always tricky in Madison Square Garden, especially with that early start, but. But Washington, I did want to ask you about one uh, one player, and I, don't, I, I and I'm kind of out on him now. Wanted to give him a chance, but Spencer did. What he I don't think is that that guy that maybe the Wizards were expecting. But what kind of what kind of what have you kind of seen from him in the fit here next to Bradley Beal in Washington?
1: Yeah, I mean he, he how he's been so stunningly irrelevant, right? Like he, yeah, I mean this whole team kind of has been, and it's it's uh, they're just like completely out of the national narrative. Obviously in that game on Sunday, he comes in with a one of 12, uh, only four points and it hasn't really clicked. Right. I mean, I think, look, I mean, 23 and 24, it's not bad kind of for what we thought this team was going to be. you make the rust trade. I think we were all were like expecting this team to be around 500. It's kind of just the way that things have trended because they started so hot and then kind of fell apart. And obviously they had a couple articles that were published about, you know, lack of team chemistry, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, the Dinwiddie acquisition, um, has not been great. I mean, he's averaging very very solid, but also not what we maybe expected him, 13 points, six assists, five rebounds, um, and, and not really shooting it that well, only 32% from three. Um, I mean, I, I think the fit is okay if Washington's trying to be this team that's you know chasing the play-in type of thing, but he's clearly not a long-term answer in Washington. Now, there's obviously a lot of long-term questions surrounding Washington right now with Bradley Beal in the news seemingly every day about what's he going to do. So yeah. I think the acquisition... It made sense, uh, especially if that was something that they needed. They felt they needed to do to kind of shore up um, Bradley Beal and his desire to stay in Washington. But it hasn't necessarily clicked uh, on either end. So, to me, Washington. I mean, they. They made that that rust trade, right, and everyone was saying, okay, you have all this flexibility now. You have a ton of different pieces. You have all these switchable wings, and I, I like a lot of their pieces. I mean, I was watching that Wizards-Nets game the other night, intently very impressed with Denny Avdia, his on-ball yeah. defense on, on Kyrie Irving and James Harden. Very impressed with Kyle Kuzma this year. Uh, but now that you know they have Thomas Bryant back, Back. They have Rui Hachimura back. They're really trying to play a lot of guys. I think they've played, you know, maybe ele- 10 or 11 guys in the, each of these last few games, um, really trying to get a ton of different guys minutes. And that's not really uh, a sustainable way, in, in my opinion, um, yeah. to keep going. Yeah, I mean, st- they, they, they tried to play 11 guys right now. Um, and, and I guess three centers and like four power forwards. So to me, Dinwiddie hasn't been great. hasn't been awful, um, but definitely not a long-term piece, but yeah. you know, for right now he's keeping them around, around waters level. Um, but yeah, it's a long winded way of saying he's been yeah. fine.
0: <laughs> no, I, I think that you hit the nail on the head about the Wizards roster is that there's a logjam pretty much at every single position uh, on yeah. this team, right? I mean, you're trying to figure out fits of if Kuzma's going to be part of your long term future. We've heard the rumors about that they're open to trading Montrezl Harrell. You saw the return of uh, Thomas Bryan after the torn ACL last season. I've just been, he's been good. And then Rui Achimura has been in and out of the lineup with personal reasons and things like that. But yeah, I think they kind of need to figure out what the direction is going to be about this Washington Wizards team. But saying uh, going back to this game, one last note, I did want to mention that the uh, Washington Wizards are 5-10 and 10 against the spread in non-conference games. So I think that makes me like the Clippers here a little more too, especially that they're, I think this, go. yeah, this Clippers team started to trend in the right direction, um, uh, you know, now that they've got their guys back. So uh, I'll go with the Clippers as well in this game. Uh, thoughts on the total here at 216, uh, Zach? I'm Leaning towards the under here a little bit, um, but, Chris, to get your thoughts.
1: Yeah, no, I'm leaning towards the under here as well. Um, the, the 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 Wizards are a team that can, they, they can defend as well as the Clippers, so um, I'm, I'm expecting a close one here, you know, around the hundreds, and uh, hopefully the Clippers can maybe pull this one out
0: right. Yes, sir. Let's get over to the next game. We have the Charlotte Hornets headed to Toronto to take on the Raptors, where the Raptors are at two and a two-and-a-half point. Home favorite currently seeing a total of 220 and a half. Let's get to the injury report here. I know um, Gordon Hayward for the Charlotte Horns missed the last game. Uh, the latest update was uh, that he is questionable uh, for this game against the Toronto Raptors. For the Raptors, um, we're seeing uh, Kim Birch continues to be out with a nose fracture. Um, and then David Johnson is in health and safety protocols for the Toronto Raptors. But We'll start with the spread here, uh, Zach. We have minus two and a half for the Raptors hosting the Charlotte Hornets.
1: Yeah, so I want to take the Raptors here. I think they, you know, they were a team that we identified as trending up recently. Yeah, they have lost four of six. I mean, I think when you examine the, the context, like they they battle to the end with the Suns. You know, take a bad loss at the Pistons and beat the Bucks, and then you know battle right down to the last possession with both Miami and Dallas. So like no fault there, but obviously that home loss to the Blazers yeah. the other night, what do you make of that? I mean, does that kind of scare you, or is that just a, a one-off to you? Because I, I think two, at two and a half here, I do like this number for Charlotte, but I'm just curious, you know, what, what do you make of that loss to the
0: Blazers? Yeah, it does scare me because, again, the Blazers, three, we've talked about this when we were, we were talking about the um, the Northwest Division. Was that Portland was one of the worst teams, and still is one of the worst teams against the spread uh, on the road. And obviously when you don't have, you know, Damian Lillard, they did get CJ McCollum back, but
1: and he played you know, well in that game
0: and he did. Right. And CJ McCollum, is, yep. he, he looks good. And um I'm trying to pull up the updated ATS number for the uh, Blazers. Yeah. There's still seven and 14, I guess, the spread on the road here, but yeah, that, that, that was a really bad loss, but when you want to give up 114 points to the Blazers. Like Blazers have not been scoring that much. Um you know with guys being in and out of the lineup but maybe this is a point where they're turning the corner here a little bit for the blazers i mean they've won yeah, they're, they're playing better yeah they won four out of the last five games toronto you know they're reeling a little bit like you mentioned lost three out of the last four games um and now charlotte comes to town um you know charlotte's been i think they've been pretty good this season obviously 26 and 21 they've won what seven out of the last eight games sorry uh seven out of the last nine games they took the uh fall against the Atlanta Hawks on Sunday. Um, I kind of want to take the Hornets here. I just need to see, I want to see the Toronto Raptors kind of get out of this funk that they're in. And and it's crazy to me that when they had all their guys healthy and back in the lineup, and I'm talking about like Fred Van Vliet, Pascal, Siak, Emoji, Ananobi, Scotty Barnes, this team was putting up points and they were knocking down shots. But over the last about what, six, seven games here, Zach, Zach, they have, they've only gone over uh, 100 points, I think, in only three games. So that's a little concerning for me that they need to figure out what's going on on offense here. But um, I'm leaning with the Hornets here uh, against the uh, against the Raptors.
1: Yeah, I would say the Raptors here. I mean, I, I think I, – no, no doubt, I think pe- people will definitely see kind of the, the trend line in terms of the win-loss column for both these teams. And I think, you know, it may- maybe will come as a surprise to some to see the Raptors' favorite here. I do – I want to appreciate the context of those Raptors losses? I mean, they took the Suns, Heat, and Mavericks right down to the wire, and yeah. and you know they 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 lost. They did also win a game at Milwaukee during that time. I think the stylistic component of this game will be interesting because. Like you said, the Raptors have not been as good offensively. Total here at two twenty is kind of interesting because I think if the Raptors get this done, you're going to see more of like a physical kind of grinded out game, try to make Lamelo uncomfortable. And yeah. if we see more of a free flowing type of pace, I think the Hornets can get out and definitely win this game with their superior offense. So I will take the Raptors minus two and a half and the under. Um, but 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 I certainly I, I certainly see the case for the other side. I, but. I'm I'm curious to see where this number goes, because I, I could see some support for the Hornets here and maybe get this closer to, you know, a pick them. And I, I'd like the
0: rat. There's even more in that case. Yeah. Seven out of the last game for the Charlotte Hornets has gone under the total. And then Toronto huh. uh, prior to last night, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Seven out of their last eight games have gone under the total as well. So um, you know, Charlotte's been playing better defensively. You know, it's, it's really showing up when we yeah. were talking about this team early in the season, they weren't an, uh, an under team. I'm sorry, an over team. And I think that's figured out some things all uh, defensively. But, yeah, I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. I'm leaning with Very the Hornets. Fun. Yeah, Hornets here as well. And I do agree with you about the under in this game. Let's get over to the next game here, Zach. We have uh, the New Orleans Pelicans will head to Philly to take on the Sixers. Well, the Sixers have opened up as a nine-point favorite here, currently seeing a total of 214.5. Pelicans are in action on Monday night as they host the Indiana Pacers. Uh, Let me check the injury report before we get to the side here. Um, For the Sixers, Seth Curry is out. Danny Green is out. Shake Milton is out. And uh, Matisse Theibel is questionable as he's dealing with a right shoulder sprain. Um, I know Brandon Ingram is out tonight for the um, New Orleans Pelicans with an ankle injury, as well as uh, I think Devontae Graham was also questionable tonight. For the New Orleans uh, New Orleans Pelicans, but let's start with the side here, uh, Zach. We have the nine-point favorites for the Sixers. What are you thinking?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm really curious to see what shakes out with the injury report here. Um, you know, wondering what's up with BI back to back for the Pelicans. I, I do like them tonight against the Pacers, although that's yeah. you know ir- ir- irrelevant for this show. Yeah, um, does feel like a lot of points. I mean, I, I love the way the Pelicans have been playing, um, as I, as I've mentioned many times on this show. Um, but yeah, definitely want to see how this injury report does shake out. But but I, I would I would lean to the Pelicans plus nine um, off the bat. I mean the the, the Sixers are missing a lot. Um, obviously the Pelicans would be as well with Bi can't go. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me that that makes this more of even like a grind it out type of game. Uh, so I take the nine points in that case.
0: Yeah, I, I don't worry. I did lock up the uh, Pelicans tonight as my uh, as my lock yeah. for the Monday show. So uh, uh, hopefully uh, that comes into fruition. But yeah, I think this is uh, this is going to be a game I don't want to pick right now. I want to see what the injury report is going to look like. Um, obviously, with the guys, like we talked about, Brandon Ingram, Devontae Graham, questionable uh, for this Monday night game. But um, definitely check the injury report for this game. Um, and again, a lot of pieces missing for the Sixers. So um, uh, I don't want to make a pick right now without looking at the injury report because there's a lot of key guys, like we mentioned, out for the Pelicans on this Monday night schedule. And now having to travel on a back-to-back into Philly, uh it's going to be a difficult task on back-to-back situations quickly uh for the pelicans they are three and four against the spread and uh four and three to the under um don't really want to touch on the total here because again the injuries part of it but anything else for this game uh zach before we move on to the game of the night
1: no but if this is a full health game i'm really excited to watch it i mean yeah right now you have five starters between the two teams that are up in the air yeah um But I I continue to enjoy the Pelicans' nice win at the Garden uh, the other night. Um, And and so, yeah.
0: Yeah, 100%, man. Uh, Let's get over to the game of the night. We have the Los Angeles Lakers headed to Brooklyn to take on the Nets, where the LA Lakers are a three and a half point road favorite. Here, currently seeing a total of 226. Obviously, the big news for the Lakers that just came down before we started recording here is that Anthony Davis is probable for the Lakers in this game on Tuesday night uh, because this is a home game as well for the Brooklyn Nets. No Kyrie Irving. So it is going to be the James Harden show uh, for the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Let me see if there are any other injuries that we need to discuss for both of these squads. Um Nothing submitted yet, so uh, let's get to the side here. Curious to get your thoughts on this game, uh, uh, Zach. Three and a half for the Lakers. What do you think?
1: I'm taking the Nets here. Uh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that this Lakers team, um, I, I can't trust them right now defensively. Yeah. I mean, letting up 69 points to Miami in the first half uh, yesterday, that was just a stunningly bad defensive performance for them. Um, and And the roster looks – I mean, it looks – Kind of shoddy, and I'm I'm, cur- I'm still kind of bullish on them in the long term, getting AD back in, trying to work that out. But in, in game one, back for AD, um, I think this can be a little bit of an adjustment period back for them. LeBron did play 40 minutes yesterday in that yeah. Miami game, looked very disinterested on the defensive end. I mm-hmm. uh, found that to be ki- kind of interesting. Um, and for the Nets, I mean, look, they're without Kyrie, but they know the formula um, at home. Uh, James Harden running pick and roll all day, getting Kessler Edwards going, getting Patty Mills going. Um, I think this Brooklyn Nets team has, has has an identity with James Harden by himself. Um, Even, even more so potentially right now than with Kyrie Irving. I mean, I think they've, they've, been solid, and they've won a couple games here now with Kyrie on the road, um, but, I, but I do like the way this team plays, getting them as a, as a dog, kind of on a discount, uh, g- given the lack of Kyrie. Um, I don't think this Lakers team deserves to be favored over anybody competent on the road right now, um, so I would go with the Nets here, um, and i kind of like a taste of that over, too, at 226.
0: Yeah, I think that, you know, you can even go back to that Orlando game that you mentioned, or you talked about the Heat in the first half, the amount of points that they gave up uh to the Miami Heat to the Lakers defense in that Orlando game, they gave up 62 points in that first half to the Orlando Magic <laughs> and and you know, they had to come from behind and win that game. Obviously last night like you mentioned, they gave up 69 in the first half to the Miami Heat as well and they had to play catch up in the second half uh again did the LA Lakers and I agree I think that I, I've tried to back this Lakers team multiple times this season. I've been burned more times um, than I haven't and lost money on them. Uh, but defensively, I think both of these teams are, are really struggling here, uh, or at least over the last five games, right? Brooklyn is all the way down at number 27 overall in defensive efficiency. And if I really filter it for the Lakers, especially in the first half over the last five games, um, let me see if I can quickly get that number. Um the L.A. Lakers are number, uh, number 26 as well in the first half, uh, uh, defensive rating of 121. So uh, definitely agree about the uh, over in this game. I think that defense is definitely going to be optional. But um, quickly, before we get to the next game here, Zach, that, who are you kind of looking up to step up in the absence of, of obviously Katie not in home games, but also no Kyrie in home games outside of James Harden. I know there's a couple of guys that you identified. Who are you, the guys that really need to step up in uh, these home games for the Brooklyn Nets?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I've been uh, hyping these guys up in the Slack channel, but I've been yeah. loving I've <laughs> been loving Kessler Edwards off the wing. I mean, he played well in that Minnesota game as well. Again, yeah. uh, fifteen and five for him. Patty Mills, of course, continues to get them up. Um, and then off the bench right now, I mean, they continue to go with different guys. I like Cam Thomas a lot. Bruce Brown's a guy I do like a lot, but he ha- hasn't been getting as much of a consistent role. I mean, they're kind of in a strange experimentation mode. I, I will say I, I posted this uh, this note in the Slack channel this afternoon, but that since Kyrie's return, the Nets are averaging the least amount of passes made per game of any team in the NBA. Um wow. And, I, I, you know, that's not necessarily concerning to me because that is is their formula at the highest level. And we saw, you know, against the Boston Celtics last year, greatest offensive playoff, playoff series of all time um, with, with just absolutely roasting guys in isolation with those three guys at their peak. But with only two out of the three or one of the three, I mean, it, I think it gets a little bit tired The the just watching them dribble. Um, and, and you see a guy like Patty Mills who I feel like they could run more stuff for him, you know, to get shots on the move. And we saw in that heat game how lethal dunk Robinson was, um, just stretching out this Lakers defense, forcing them into confusion. I mean, the Lakers don't, like we said, they don't really want to defend. Um, if you stress them out with movement, screening, cutting, moving the ball. So I'm, I'm hoping to see that. I think Steve Nash will definitely see that in the scouting report. Um, so I think it's going to be a night for the Nets. You know, obviously you have that hard pick and rolls, your bread and butter, and mm-hmm. that'll be unstoppable as well. But looking for the Nets to try to gear up some of the other guys off the ball that have been a bit marginalized since the return to Kyrie and then playing a lot of road games.
0: Yeah, these two teams, I should have mentioned this. They matched up on Christmas Day. Uh, Brooklyn went into L.A. and won that game 122-115. Without KD, right? Without KD, without Kyrie Irving, obviously, at that yeah. point. But, uh, yeah, KD didn't play in that game. Nick Claxton did play in that game. Yeah, he was plus 15. I think that they said he, there might be a chance that he plays sometime this week. Not sure if he's going to be uh, tomorrow night um against the uh la lakers but we shall see and then for the lakers lebron dwight howard it was pretty much the same starting lineup and anthony davis did not play in that game either uh but i don't expect him to be a big factor i think for a guy like ad uh maybe limited on minutes as well as going to take it's going to take him time to maybe get adjusted to getting back to game speed after missing about six weeks here so i think we're both on the brooklyn nets here plus three and a half, and then also on the over. Do love the first half over in this game as well. That number's not out yet, but I think both of these teams are really bad in the first half, so expect to see a lot of points here in the first half in this game uh, between these two squads. Anything else for this uh, game, uh, Zach, before we move on?
1: No, I'm pumped to watch it and see how, the, how this plays out with AD back, and the Lakers are going to have to make their push. I mean, they don't want to be in the play-in, so it's going to has got to start sooner rather than later.
0: Yeah, 100%, man. Let's do this, uh, Zach. We'll come back. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back, and then we'll get to the final uh, four games on the schedule here in the NBA for Tuesday night. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. Bet $5 and win $400 in free bets. Be sure to check out all of WinBet's build-your-own bet-boosted same-game parlays headed into the NFL championship weekend. Most boosts fall between 10 to 15% of the original price. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free, $1,000 sports bet. Bet bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, the performance package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. It's 20% off and free worldwide shipping with promo code SGP at Manscaped. If my math is correct, that's about eight million balls. Guys, Valentine's Day is coming up. Whether it's for your wife, your girlfriend, or a special lady friend, you need to get Manscaped. You don't want her in the uh, rough, we say. You want her to be on a smooth fairway, as we say in golf. But hey, Manscaped has you covered. Like I said, Valentine's Day is coming up. You want to be clean. You want to have your uh, family jewels looking and smelling good. So make sure to head over to manscaped.com and make sure to use that promo code SGP. Not only do you get 20% off of your purchase, but also free shipping worldwide. Again, guys, make sure to use promo code SGP and head over to manscaped.com to take care of the below the belt trimming. All right, coming off of the break, let's get to the next game. We have the Sacramento Kings headed to Boston to take on the Celtics for the Celtics are nine-point home, a favorite, currently seeing a total of 219. Let me check the uh, injury report here um, if anything is posted for these two teams. Um I did see that De'Aaron Fox is questionable with left ankle soreness, as well as Damian Jones is also questionable for this game. Nothing submitted yet for Boston. <laughs> I was l- laughing reading that line because I I, I was saying Boston minus nine. I, all I can hear is uh, Terrell in my head saying Boston's favored by nine points here. But uh, <laughs> I'll give you the <laughs> – let, let me start with you, Zach, on the side here. Uh, minus nine for the Boston Celtics hosting the Kings.
1: No, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm a, I'm gonna take Terrell's uh, lead there. I'm gonna go with the Kings here as well. <laughs> I, I feel like for for Boston, it's been a lot of two steps forward, one step back. Yeah. Um, they just like can't find a consistent level. Like I feel like. They were starting to turn the corner um, just now, last week, and then you know lose back to back at home to the Hornets, and, and that was a pretty big game, you know, national mm-hmm. TV game. Lose that, um, and then come back and lose to the Blazers, and again the team that was without Damian Lillard for the Kings. Um, uh, you know, a few really close losses back to back to back. You know, after those nice couple wins they had to break their a previous five game losing streak. Um, not too much nice to say about them other than that they're coming here for an East coast road trip and in nine's a lot of points. I mean, I think like that the Kings yeah. can be, can keep this, can keep this within nine for a Celtics team that can't be trusted. Um, obviously, you know, you're liable to see potentially Tatum or whatever go off again, but I will take the nine um, in this
0: matchup. Yeah. I mean, when you had Portland come into your building and, and beat you outright, <laughs> yeah. um, that's concerning. Right. And then now um, even the, the ATS numbers for Boston as a home favorite, they're 8-14, and 14, and uh, I think there's That's a good number. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like that every every season we're talking about the construction of this roster and, and what they want to do, right? And Marcus Smart just continues to be on this roster. When every year in and year out, we hear about him being on the move or he's not, and then he gets a contract ex- extension. So, uh, yeah, with – with that, I, I'm going to follow the trail trend here. It's on brand. We got to go with the uh, Sacramento Kings here. Sprinkle a little bit on that money line as well, guys, uh, uh, for for the Sacramento Kings here tonight. So, uh, sorry for the Tuesday night, I agree with you, uh, Zach. Any thoughts on the total here at uh, 219? Uh, no, nah, where, where are you going on it? Yeah, I was trying to pull up the defensive uh, efficiency numbers here over the last five games for both of these teams here. Let me see if I can quickly run it here. Uh um, Kings
1: have not been good, I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah, Kings, <laughs> I mean, that's just on brand for the Kings, right? They're, they're all the way down to number 29 at close to 120. Uh, Boston, surprisingly, is up to number six at 106.5. Um, I- I'll lean towards the over here in this game at 219, um, but – Again, not having De'Aaron Fox, I think is going to be uh, a, obviously a big, uh, big, big missing part for the Sacramento Kings team uh, as they kind of take on, or they do take on the Boston Celtics here. But uh, gun to my head, uh, I'd probably lean with the over, but definitely won't be playing it until we check the injury report for for this team. Um, let's get over to the next game here, Zach. We have the San Antonio Spurs headed to Houston up I forty five to take. Uh, sorry, I ten. It's a highway from San Antonio to Houston. Um, Houston is a three and a half point home underdog in this game. Currently seeing a total of two Let's check the injury report uh, for these two teams. If anything is posted, do not see anything yet, but um, these two teams are healthy. Uh, the Rockets got their guys back. Sacramento, sorry, Sacramento, San Antonio. We're dealing with that COVID outbreak, but most of their guys, if not all of them are back. For this team. Um, these two teams did match up earlier this season uh in San Antonio. Let me see if I can get that number. I know Houston won that game, but yeah, they won they, that game. They won it by four, I think. Yeah. One uh one twenty-eight, one twenty-four back on uh January twelfth. Uh so a little revenge spot here for the uh San Antonio Spurs. So Zach, I'll give you the floor here, man. Uh three and a half point home underdogs for the Rockets.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the Rockets, they're a team that to me, like it feels like they've been a little bit peskier than they have been. Uh, Only a look at seeing here about a five, five, five and 11 as a home dog this year, I would have thought that'd be a tad better. Um, San Antonio been kind of that team. Like I said, last week, I like them, but they don't seem to put it together for many wins. Um, but with you know kind of gotten healthier a little bit recently back-to-back losses going into your most inferior opponent that you've seen since that game where you blew out the thunder yeah um, i I, w- I will take the spurs here on the road laying the three and a half but don't feel great about it
0: yeah i think this is a kind of a tricky spot but you know um like you mentioned the rockets have been a frisky bunch i mean they've been playing hard right they went into utah won that game right. i don't know they didn't have donovan mitchell but they were 14 and a half point underdog the shot around hurt around the world. By uh, yes. Terrell, uh, cashing the plus 700 money line dog on the Rockets. Uh, and they kept it close against the Golden State Warriors, too. I mean, I know they didn't have Clay, I know they didn't have Draymond Green, but you play the cards that you're dealt with in front of you. And I think that against San Antonio, this is a revenge part for San Antonio. Um, and the thing that does scares me is that the Rockets have not been good at, at home this season. And yeah. Seven and thirteen against the spread at home, like you mentioned, five and eleven as home underdogs. A little bit concerning there, so I'll I'll lean with the Spurs as well here. Do love the Spurs team total in this game. Um, You know, offensively, this team is really good, led by Dejounte Murray. Just so many good pieces around the San Antonio Spurs and Rockets. You know, the the defense is definitely questionable for them. Um, That's putting in nicely uh, for the Houston Rockets. So I'll lean with the over as well uh, in this game. Uh, Thoughts on the total uh, for you, Zach?
1: Yeah, high total here. Um, I, I, I do like the matchup for the Spurs offensively. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go over as well.
0: Yeah, it's a big number, but uh, again, when these two teams got together, dropped 252 points yeah, in the first matchup. Right. Uh, um, you know, w- with the Rockets defense, you just never know. Uh, let's get to the one of the two last games of the night, and this should be a fun one as well. The Dallas Mavericks. Heading into uh, Golden State to take on the Warriors. Warriors currently are a four-point uh, home favorite. Currently seeing a total of two ten and a half. Um, I did see that Clay Thompson did not practice today on Monday and is question questionable for this game. For the Dallas Mavericks, let me see if anything is um, posted here. Oh yeah, for the injury point, everybody has a go. It yeah, for good. Sterling Brown. Uh, he's the only one that's out. So let's start with the side here, uh, Zach. Four-point home favorite for the Warriors. What are you thinking, man?
1: Yeah, I would have liked a slightly bigger number, but I think I'm going to go with the Mavericks here. Um, yeah. my, 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 I almost don't even want to comment on this Clay situation because it's so spooky, yeah. uh, whatever's going on there. Um, but – you know, he's been in and out. Uh, J- Jordan Poole did play well in that game against the Jazz, so that's got to be kind of encouraging. That he, you know, when he gets more minutes, obviously he plays better. I mean, that that makes sense. Um, but to me, the Mavericks, they've been locking up defensively recently, and Luka is kind of returning into, into his peak form. I think this can have a, a playoff type feel to it. Without Draymond, I think Luka can have a lot of success against this Warriors defense. Um, and I think the, the, the Mavericks can continue kind of doing what they're doing. Steph's still in this slump. Um, so I will go with, with the Mavericks plus four as well as the under here even though at a low number of 210 I mean I just watched that uh Warriors jazz game and the Warriors had had a nice lead but much closer than it looked uh you know the jazz had a shot to win that game late um potentially even a foul on that game-winning attempt um and and that was with uh you know a banged up jazz team without Donovan Mitchell so I like the Mavericks to come in here uh catching four points and I'll go thunder as well
0: yeah i think um these uh this dallas team has just been the best team towards the under this season and it's it's been by a landslide i'm currently pulling up the updated number uh they are 32 13 and percent to the under and i think that you know we had discussed this when we we're talking about the southwest division zach is that you know jason kidd has kind of come in and instilled that defensive mentality for this team yeah they are one of the slowest paced teams in the uh, nba as well but Um, you know, they're, they're healthy KP or sorry, Luca, looks like he's starting to return to form here a little bit for the, um, for the Dallas Mavericks and for, you know, Golden State we've talked about, this is a completely different team without Draymond Green on the floor. There you know that we're not used to seeing them putting up a lot of points against, it, unless it's against a really really bad defensive team. I mean, the last game against the Houston Rockets, they only scored 105 points against that defense, so it's a little concerning for me. But um, yeah, I'm going to take Dallas here as well, plus four. I love this, probably the, the dog of the night here for me. Um, and I do agree with the under. I don't think there's any other way to look at this uh, for you know the way the Dallas Mavericks have been playing, not only on the defensive end as far as pace as well. Uh, Any other thoughts for this game, uh, Zach, before we get to the last night – or, sorry, the last game of the night?
1: No, I'm pumped to watch this, and I think this is a sneaky – it's a sneaky – I mean, obviously the Warriors not at full health, but a sneaky kind of potential playoff preview-type matchup. Dallas definitely looking like a scary team for anybody to catch um, in the first or second round out west. Um, Now with Utah slipping in the four, it's getting really – Interesting out there um, and i'm also curious to see how does andrew wiggins look against Luka Doncic because that could be another potential preview of a, of a playoff matchup that could be very key
0: yeah 100 uh, this would be a really really fun uh yeah you said it uh, a fun player playoff series to watch uh this year so definitely my eyes will be glued to this game as well i think this was the uh, the second game of the uh espn doubleheader tomorrow uh between these two squads uh, let's get to the last game of the night. Um, Zach, we have the Minnesota Timberwolves headed to Portland, where the Minnesota Timberwolves are a three-and-a-half-point road favorite in Portland, uh, currently seeing a total of 227-and-a-half. Uh, checking the injury report, uh, nothing is submitted yet for these teams. Um, but let's start with the side here, minus three-and-a-half for Minnesota in Portland. Um, what are you thinking here, Zach?
1: And these are two teams that I kind of, I both, i want to bet on both of them. Um, yeah. You know, the Blazers have really been, you know, turning somewhat of a corner. And I do love to get a team on their first game back at home after Good. a nice productive road trip, similar yep. spot that we saw with the Detroit earlier, mm-hmm. um, the Timberwolves, I mean, they've been, they had a nice win against Brooklyn, kind of still humming along. They're at 500. Been a great year for them. But, you know, when's the last time Minnesota was favored in Portland? Uh, I'd be, be curious to know that. So, you know, I feel like I'm taking a lot of dogs, but I will go with the Blazers plus three and a half here uh, on principle um, and and see if they can kind of keep staying alive. And all of a sudden, Portland's in that 10 spot kind of solidly. Um, their season gets really interesting. You know, what are they going to do with Dame, CJ, et cetera?
0: Yeah, we've talked about how bad this Portland team has been uh, on the road, but uh, at home, they're at least 12 and 13, against the spread right a hair under 500 at home. But um, we know we care more about what they've done recently. Like you mentioned, this Portland team has won for the last five games. Um, and I think most of that was on the road here for uh, the Brooklyn, sorry, for the uh, Portland Trailblazers yeah, they're coming off that five-game road trip where they did go, uh, let's see here, four and – sorry, six-game road trip. They went four and two, yeah. uh, winning four of the last five, like I mentioned, beating Toronto and Boston, now coming back home to host this Minnesota Timberwolves team. So, yeah, I think your confidence is up. Like, when you go out on the road and you win games, that confidence on that plane right back, coming back home to play in front of your fans, there's a different energy to it, right? And I think that um, this is a good spot for them. Uh, as well as home. I think yeah, we're in agreement here about taking a lot of dogs here, but um, you know, Minnesota. Yeah. They got the impressive victory of Vince, uh over Portland, sorry, against Brooklyn on Sunday. Um, they might be feeling themselves here a little bit. So I, I don't want to back the wolves as a road favorite here. So give me Portland as well. Plus three and a half hosting this Minnesota Timberwolves squad do like the over in this game Uh, for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Seven out of the last games have gone over the total for them. And for the uh, Portland Trailblazers, two straight overs, but four out of the last six have also gone over the total. So I'm expecting to see a lot of three-point shooting uh, in this game uh, as well. Uh, Zach, any other thoughts or thoughts on the total here for this last game?
1: Uh, No, I'm excited to watch this one as well. It's going to be a great night of games.
0: Yeah, 100%. All right, let's take one last break here, Zach. We'll come back and then we'll wrap up the show with our lock and dog and any final thoughts. We'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The only thing that's more exciting than watching the NFL playoffs is prop swapping the NFL playoffs. Last weekend was PropSwap's biggest week ever, as bettors from across the country cashed in on the Super Bowl futures. Like Zach from Colorado who sold a $100 150 to 1 Super Bowl ticket for $1,500. Zach locked in his profit when he turned his $100 bet into $1,500 and the buyer got better odds than any sports book. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country so you'll, find, you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales and red hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. While we'll to buy better fantasy, the fantasy season may be over, but action is still coming in on the Better Fantasy app. Download their free-to-play app today to be on player props for the NFL playoffs. You can also enter their player prop pools and score big when you win. We love Better Fantasy because we can win awesome prizes and even raise some money for charity along the way. It's solely free-to-play. You'll earn better credits and completing challenges and use them to place your bets. Better Fantasy is available worldwide in all 50 states. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com SGPN. And don't forget to download the SGPN app. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our free picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, uh, let's get into our picks for the night, Zach. I'll give you the floor first here, man. Uh, lock and dog for this Tuesday night schedule. What do you got?
1: I could go. I could go in a few directions here. Are you Are you going to take Dallas? Wink if uh, yes. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with my lock. I'm gonna take the Raptors minus two and a half, and for my dog, I'll go with the Clippers plus one ninety.
0: All right. So Clippers plus 190 as your dog and your, what was your lock? The Raptors, you said minus two and a yeah. half? Yeah. All right. Uh, for my, let me didn't here. want to spoil it for the people. No, no, no. <laughs> you're all good. All good. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Let me go back to the screen here. So for my lock, um, let's go. Hmm, I'm going to go with the, over, I'm gonna take a total as my lock. Let's go with the over in the Lakers and the Nets game. Okay. Uh, these two teams, got defensively have been really, really bad. Uh, pace, uh, you know, we as 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 old as of roster that the the um, Lakers have, they really like pushing the pace, especially with Russell Westbrook at at the point guard position. Um, so, give me the Lakers um, and the Brooklyn Nets over. 226. And then for my dog, I'm going to take the Dallas Mavericks here. Plus the four, plus 150 on the money line against the Golden State Warriors. Um, this should be, a, again, I'm taking the two ESPN games. Oh, God, this might blow up in my face. But um, <laughs> yeah, I like the spots that uh, these two or these four teams are in. So lock again over 226 in the Lakers in the Nets game. And then I will take the uh, Dallas Mavericks plus the four, also plus 150 on the money line. Uh, going up against the Warriors. That's going to be it for the Tuesday night schedule in the NBA. Not typically used to these many or this many games on Tuesday night, but here we are, Zach. Um, Any final thoughts before we wrap up and get out of here?
1: No, that was that was, that was a full-on uh, just going straight into the handicap. That was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I can always go long on any big-picture stuff, but it's fun to just dig right into a slate. And like a lot of these games, I'll uh, definitely be in the Slack channel um, tonight and, and tomorrow, and uh, we'll be talking about more plays. And I know player props will be coming, so it should be a really fun Tuesday night of games.
0: Yeah, 100%. I'll, I'll wait for uh, the picture of you at Barclays Center. Magically, I, I think you might just end up there, but we'll, we shall see. Um, that's going to be it for the Tuesday night show. We usually uh, cover a division, um, but uh, because it was a bigger slate, we wanted to talk more about the game for you guys. So we'll be back with the last division of the Western Conference next week with with myself and Zach. But till then... Um, guys, make sure to head over to the website, check out all the content and all the great stuff that's happening on the website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. com, uh, and also download the app on your app store or Google Play Store. Just type in SGP and you'll see the black and red logo come up there. Till then, I will be back on Wednesday with Terrell uh, to break down the Wednesday slate and as well as a podcast tomorrow with myself and John to cover the Tuesday night game. We usually do Monday. But we switched it to the Tuesday with the amount of games that we have on this Tuesday schedule. So till then, let's break the books off and let it ride.